The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer, and today Ryan McKinnell and myself on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. And anywhere seems to be the topic because Dave LaGreca is still missing, and now Mark Henry is missing. And Gabby, well, Gabby showed up to work, even though she may be a little bit uh, hungover. Anyway, we talked to Scott Demore and Tony Khan about the historic Rampage debut and the implications that it has across the board for so many different wrestling companies. What a time to be a wrestling fan. You can get that and also more right here on the Busted Open podcast. All right. So we're here. We're on some amazing times. And we have Tony Khan coming on at 1130 uh, tonight with Rampage. Uh, we have this unique opportunity, a dream match for some. I just said it before we went off the air uh, for commercial break. If you would have told me that you would see Christian Cage not only back in a wrestling ring, but wrestling Kenny Omega for the Impact title, I'd feel like we were in an alternate universe if we were in a comic book. And yet we're getting it tonight for free television. And the ramifications directly affect Impact Wrestling because the winner then faces from last night's show. I have no clue how the hell he did it, but obviously he's stepping up. Brian Myers, the new number one contender. So, I mean, these it's like this trickle-down effect of all these different things are going on. And, you know, Tony Khan's talked about the Forbidden Door, Impact Wrestling. I, we, I was talking about it last night. We literally put over NWA, Impact Wrestling, Triple uh, A, New Japan, uh, AEW, and our own shows. I mean, and it, it, it's just you know, Tommy, in the in the industry, the business that we came up in and, and entered. Can you imagine all of these major companies being able to somehow push the the issues, the politics aside, and work together to come up? with these type of amazing matches. Like when you think about it tonight on the debut episode of AEW Rampage on TNT, such a historic network for wrestling, the very first match out of the gate is going to be for the impact world's championship, you know, and you've got a guy, Kenny Omega, who's been a big part of everything we've done for the past nine months or so now, 10 months. And he's facing a guy who's, who's to me, 
one of the most key people in the history of TNA Impact Wrestling. And I'm flying my TNA shirt today because it's always a part of where we come from. But Christian Cage was the first ever guy who didn't get fired, did not have an option, but walked away from Vince McMahon and WWE to say, I'm going to go to TNA Impact Wrestling. And he did that. And then what he got was an opportunity. And we always talk about opportunities. He got an opportunity to be the guy. He got an opportunity to win world championships, to be the person that everybody depended on. And he delivered. And that's what's built really the top end of his legacy now. So to have this match here on Rampage tonight and to be able to collaborate with Tony Khan and everybody at AEW, it's been uh, it's been fantastic. And I think from what I've seen, the excitement of the fans and even those that maybe have been a lot of them that have been a little skeptical of some of the forbidden door stuff. This is a cool moment. Whether you like Impact, don't like Impact, like AEW, don't like me, and I hope everybody likes all wrestling. But if you're not having you've been with a lot of what we did, how do you not like this? This is just a cool moment in wrestling history. And you then, like you I... said, Brian Brian Myers sitting sitting there waiting. I mean, I don't even know Brian Myers may be in the building today. I don't know. He gets to face the winner of this. You think about how the business has changed, and I'm sure you own this footage somewhere because a lot of people don't know the tentacles that scott demore reaches and he owns a lot of things um we're talking about again about dream matches but also about getting along i remember uh from mid-atlantic them showing clips of andre the giant wrestling at on a wwe show that hey he's coming in or stuff from the toronto maple leafs garden was shown on different companies televisions to promote either matches or angles were shot that were going to transpire and kind of like the same stuff is happening again to prove that hey you don't have to be this one conglomerate because when the one time there was just one company literally the business died right and and see tommy you're one of the guys that's enough of a historian and has been around long enough to, to remember that but the people who started wrestling from 1984 or forward they haven't seen that collaboration. But yeah, back in the day, like I'm a big Maple Leaf wrestling guy. And yes, I own the library too. But you see Vince McMahon doing interviews about the Cadillac Classic. And here's coming Andre and that. You see Tony Schiavone. Like I was joking with Tony. I showed him some of the videos where he looks 21, 22 years old. Talking to Dusty and Piper about their matches coming up at Maple Leaf Gardens. Because all those different companies work together. And even though it's not regional territories anymore where, hey, you run this part of the country, we'll do this part of the country. The fact that all those companies you listed, New Japan, AAA, ourselves, uh, NWA, have all been able to look like, at Thunder Rosa coming to Slammiversary, Diana Perazu going to Empower, um, you know, Kenny Omega coming to Impact. I mean, having an Impact tag team title match uh, on Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night on Dynamite, all these things are things that we might have experienced when we were very young. But if you're under 40 years old, you haven't even had a chance to experience this type of excitement in the wrestling business. And I think that's one of the cool things about 2021. Absolutely. Um, for wrestlers out there, and actually also for people, you always need the friend in your corner that will always tell you the truth. Like uh, Scott and I, he'll be like, Dreamer, your hair looks ridiculous. Um, or he'll, I'll ask or our him mother. Our, both of our mothers will tell you. That's <laughs> one thing they both agree on. They don't like your hair. Or it'll be like, hey, how was my match? And they're like, well, you were slow on this. This I like, this or that. Uh, for me, uh, I've known you forever. And I just shot you a text. Hey, I thought you did a hell of a job as a commentary. And 
if it was the shits, you know, I'd be like, dude, what the hell, blah, 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 blah. But this was also your, a big moment for you personally. You're on national television being a broadcaster. And yes, you're waving the flag of Impact Wrestling, but you also have to go out there, do yourself service. So how did that feel for you? I mean, look, anyone who's in this industry and anyone who's ever wanted to do commentary and stuff like that or ever like called along to the matches as they watched it on their TV, who hasn't thought about at some point in time, man, it would be great to, to call a match with, with JR. And I got the opportunity to call a match with Tony Schiavone a couple months ago, and that was an honor. And I told Tony that, you know, because Tony called so many of my matches when I, w- when I was first breaking in, when I was getting destroyed as uh, an enhancement guy, as they like to call it now, or a job guy in my day. It was cool to sit there and call him that. And, and Tony, and, and respectfully to Tony, even more so JR, since I was a Northern guy, um, our, the, the soundtrack to so many great moments, those two. So to sit there and get the opportunity to call a match with the two of them, and also with Excalibur, who I have a ton of respect for. And the first thing I said to him afterwards was, you know, mad respect to you, man. The way Excalibur, um, you know, cadence things and the way he traffics everything that's a lot in a four-man booth four people having to get their comments in i thought excalibur is is fantastic and working with him i always thought he was good working with him right now see why so many people are so complimentary of him but sitting there and doing that was a was a great personal moment for me but honestly to me at this point in my career the the bigger thing to me is like you alluded to it was the fact that we we had the impact world tag team titles there we had the good brothers in a title match against a couple of Canadian lads who I have a ton of respect for in the dark order. And that was right there, center stage on TNT. And I think that's a great moment for our company, Tommy. Absolutely. Um, we also have coming up, the Good Brothers are going to be, are they defending the Impact titles in New Japan as well? You know what? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I actually have to final, finalize those details because, my God, I mean, we, we don't even know who Mox's partner is going to be. Uh, uh, tomorrow, but uh, but I guess I should get on the phone with the New Japan office and probably sort that out. Uh, Tommy, I think I put that on your list of things to do. How did you not get it done? Uh, maybe we discuss finish. Uh, maybe DQ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so for you, uh, by the way, uh, total. You know, I'm sitting here. Uh, it was supposed to be a Dave Lagreca, Mark Henry Day. Uh, Dave has been MIA for two days uh, because of he's hanging out with the boys and you know how that has happened and turns against you. Um, have you seen Dave LaGreca at all? I have not seen Dave LaGreca at all. I'm a little hot with Dave and I'm a little hot with Mark. Now, if I see Dave, I'll take it up with him. If I'll take, if I see Mark, I'll probably tell him I got something to take up with Dave because Mark is an intimidating man. <laughs> But there's a busted open party last night. Tommy, where was my invite? Uh, Gabby was out with the boys till five o'clock in the morning. She's probably in the same hotel as you are. She did come to work today. So, Gabby, do you know why uh, the EVP of Impact Wrestling, Scott Demore, was not invited to this busted open party? Not, I don't know why. And I wasn't in charge of the invitations. Otherwise, Scott, I would have personally handed you an invite because I appreciate you so much that, you know, I would have made sure it happened, but I don't, I don't know what happened. Dave, Dave's a mess. He didn't even show up for work today. Two days in a row, Scott. Can you believe this shit? Oh, well, thank God that there's people like you, Gabby, because, you know, Tommy will always show up no matter what. You just have to 
tell him when to show up, where to show up, and maybe hold his hand to get there. But he sometimes will it's show not up. good. Yeah, he'll <laughs> show up. Sometimes it's it would be better if he didn't, you know. But it's fine. We deal with it anyway. Or yeah, Gabby say, with, with, get Gabby your with the- email. I sent it to you. Oh yes, you did. Sorry, I don't know how to read today. Hey, we never talked about this, Tommy. We talked about this. Oh, maybe that's when I was losing my signal. <laughs> God bless you, Gabby. The crew you have to keep on task is uh, is one that I'm sure keeps you running around and juggling many uh, many balls in the air on a regular basis. It's it's a lot of co-hosts, so a lot of balls. All these men, I got to juggle at the same time. So, thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. I I appreciate it. <laughs> I, got, right, I pop Scott. You just made a Gabby. Have you ever met Scott in person? No, not in person. No. I would seriously love it if after this show, like you both walk out your door and you're right next door to each other. He's next door to me for sure. (laughs) Um, That's amazing. Well, I'll make sure you guys uh, meet up uh, tonight. Scott, are you going to be appearing tonight on uh, Rampage? Are you going to be the official holding the impact title in the suit like uh, what Lord James Blears would do in Japan? Wow, what a great reference, Lord James Beers. I will be there tonight, Tommy. I will be there with the uh, the Impact World's Championship. I will I will happily hand it over to the winner of this match, whether it's Kenny Omega, who while many people have said that, that Kenny is this outsider and we have to get the belt back from him, I have always been steadfast in my opinion that Kenny Omega if, if he's not the best in the world, he's one of the very best. And I've, I've said it all along, as long as he makes his title defenses, which he has, I'm proud to have him carry the Impact World's Championship. Or I'll present that belt very, very happily to uh, my old roommate, our friend, Christian Cage, and, uh, you know, kind of bring things full circle. Be happy to do that, especially because, Tommy, well, that would mean even less having to deal with Don Callis. And wouldn't that make our lives wonderful? Absolutely. You know, that was, uh, I had to, you ate a little bit of crow. I had to eat a little bit of crow. I've never been against Kenny Omega uh, holding the impact title. At first I was thinking this could be a conflict of interest and I was worried, but I know how you handle business. We know how Tony Khan handles business and everything has worked out great. But our biggest caveat has been Don Callis and you know, it resulted in him getting fired. Uh, I have apologized to you uh, personally and publicly. I had to go over your head uh, to Anthem and everything has worked out since, but we still still have to deal with Don Callis. Um, and that's, and I think Tony Khan's having to experience uh, the headache known as Don Callis. He was known as a virus for a reason because uh, he could get under your skin. And I saw his promo on social media about, you know, that aired on television as well. But he's, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's even more delusional than ever. Oh, he's insane. Like, I ran into him down in the lobby last night having a bite to eat. And he's more, he's more often Don Lamb than ever before. And God bless him for it. But in a weird way, Tommy, he's the, he's the tie that binds. Because if you think about all of the, the, I don't want to say animosity, but all of the trepidation and everything in the early days of the AEW Impact relationship and collaboration and all of the posturing and, and everything else, the tie that binds, the uniting factor here is everybody kind of looked around. I think Tony and everybody else looked around and said, God, Don is a bit much. 
And that's kind of got us all on the same page. So I guess in a weird way, uh, Tommy, we have to thank Don for that because uh, look at all the great things we've been able to do as part of that. And I got a chance to catch up with Tony uh, after the show on Wednesday night. We had a little chat and, and this is cool. I mean, this type of thing, bringing this Impact World title match tonight on Rampage, on TNT, you know, having the Impact World title on that stage again, you think about it, Dynamite, multiple segments with the with Impact titles and, and, and uh, tie-ins, and then tonight the, we kick off Rampage for the first time ever, and it's all about the Impact World's Championships. That's a, that's a great moment for us, grateful to Tony Khan and everybody at AEW, and uh, excited for ourselves and for anyone who's just a wrestling fan and loves seeing good wrestling and seeing things that are kind of cool and different. This is Jimmy Smith, voice of WWE Monday Night Raw and host of Unlocking the Cage on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. And I'm here to let you know that Unlocking the Cage is now available as a podcast. That's right. You'll get my take on the trending stories in combat sports and interviews with some of the biggest names in the fight game. I'm bringing you shows every weekday. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Tony, what's going on? You know, Dave got so excited about Rampage, he had to come here and see it for himself. And it's funny because I met Rampage and I'm able to call into the show. But for some reason, Dave, as a spectator, just coming to watch the show, wasn't able to participate today. So one of us is better at multitasking than the other, clearly. 
Well, well you, clearly, haven't, clearly you, you haven't bitten him and made him a vampire yet. Gabby, straight up vampire. She came to work, uh, rolled in at five o'clock in the morning, never went to bed, and she's at work right now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a great time tonight. It's, we're getting a late start, uh, and that's what Rampage is all about. It's a Friday night party every week. And I think in doing so, we've got great hosts, Mark Henry here, uh, Excalibur, Taz, and the ultimate Friday night party guy, Chris Jericho. And it's going to be a great time. We have great matches, which I think we can just dissect at length and have some fun talking about. But it's, it's going to be a really, really fun night, and it's a different format. I think we haven't had a really good one-hour wrestling show in a long time, and I'm really looking forward to putting a different show on and, and giving the fans some exciting wrestling uh, to spice up their Friday nights. And kudos to you for your relationship with TNT because, man, there are commercial spots everywhere, not only on other channels, but there is so much AEW uh, spotlights. You know, I saw it at the Pirates game. I see it uh, in New York City, a giant-ass billboard. And it's really, really this – it's so exciting. And not, you know, because you're my friend, but it's an exciting time for wrestling fans just for – this buzz that you have captured with rampage. I mean, from the graphics that look like video games, I mean, and even tonight, like a dream match, a historic dream match with historic implications between Christian and Kenny Omega for the impact world title. I mean, it's just, it's such a frigging cool time to be a fan. Absolutely, man. And every match tonight is a championship match. We have three championship matches on the card tonight. They're all very different and exciting dynamics. It's a really fun card, and it's going to be a fun show every week. Next week's a totally different format, and uh, I'm very excited for next week, too. But first things first, we're going to launch it the right way with a great three-match, three-championship bout card tonight. And in terms of the promotion, absolutely, TNT has been an amazing partner. And uh, it's been so amazing what Warner has done for all the promotion. It reminds me of when I was a kid. Do you remember uh, in the summer of, I believe, 93, when Letterman moved from NBC to CBS? Yes, great call. Yeah. And the promotion was insane. And I remember Dave's first press conference, and he said, like, in case anybody hadn't heard, we're changing networks. And he said, just kidding, the Gulf War didn't get this kind of coverage. And uh, uh, we got incredible coverage. And honestly, like, there were, like, real-life events uh, you know, that probably didn't get coverage the way Rampage did recently. And it's like a cultural phenomenon. And that's what's happening in wrestling recently. Um, we've had like really the amount of interest in professional wrestling in major media is the highest it's been in over 20 years. It, last week was the first time two different wrestling companies have had two shows in the top five. Um, and it's it's just an exciting time. There's real competition free agency is definitely bringing new fans in, which was always part of my business plan for AEW was that the free agent cycle that really hadn't existed in a meaningful way in professional wrestling in two decades would help lift the sport, help lift interest in wrestling and bring fans back. And I think we are starting to see that. And I think we'll continue to see that through the summer and the rest of the year. And that's one of the things I'm really excited about, but just as a wrestling fan and a wrestling promoter, I'm excited about the card tonight because top to bottom, 
There's so much great wrestling for the fans. There's great stories. And, you know, Mark, we're going to have a great time tonight. And Tommy, like you said, we're going to kick it off with a match with historic implications. One of the three title matches we're having tonight, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the Impact title. And uh, it is, of course, very fitting that one of Kenny Omega's championships is on the line here. He's got so many titles. And uh, Christian has said he's going to take all of those all those belts. So it should be really uh, a great night, and I think that's a great match to kick off a great card. Tony, I, I just came from downstairs, and I saw probably the most excited Red Velvet that I ever saw in my life. She is so fired up. It's like Christmas, she said. And... Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm so excited for that match, uh, just for the sense from the simple fact that Britt Baker is from here in Pittsburgh, and she's facing somebody that may not be known on the wider scale, but uh, Red Velvet has has really cut her teeth over the last six uh, six or seven shows. Yep, absolutely. Red Velvet's having a great year. And she's on a great winning streak. And like you said, Mark, she's won seven straight matches. And on top of that, she's really become a TV star this year. She's been in some of our highest rated matches. She had a a great tag match, you know, teaming with Cody against Jade and Shaquille O'Neal, which did a great number for us and brought in a lot of mainstream attention and really helped us going into our revolution pay-per-view. And ever since then, she's, she's been one of the top wrestlers in our women's division and, uh, consistently having great matches. And I think a key point in her promo was that Brit match last year was a real turning point for her. When we talk about the young wrestlers who've developed on AEW Dark and built themselves a big reputation and then become TV stars for us, I think Red Velvet is a great example of that, you know, to go along with a lot of others, including Will Hobbs and many other uh, exciting wrestlers that have come up through AEW Dark. Daniel Garcia recently has had some great matches and is someone who I really had heard about in the independence brought in for dark and he kicked ass on dark and I wanted to keep using him. Um, so absolutely red velvet is a great example of somebody who's worked her way up and I think it's a great story and I can't imagine a better story than uh, a Cinderella like red velvet working her way up the ladder and becoming a champion. Uh, likewise, a great story I think is the champion herself, Britt Baker, who has built up this amazing legacy in wrestling in a quick time. She's totally changed the perception of herself as a wrestler, as a character, as a person, and as a champion. And now I think she's coming to our own, and we saw the great reaction she got in her hometown on Wednesday night at Dynamite, and that's going to carry over to tonight. And something people have missed are these really electric wrestling crowds I think we took for granted many people did at least the support of fans, the great fans. And, uh, you know, now nobody's taking that for granted every week. We're so happy to have these great crowds and there's going to be an amazing crowd tonight supporting Brit in her match against red velvet. And it's going to be electric. Tony, as you know, I watch a lot of, uh, old wrestling, same as you, and I'm watching mid South. And on this one program, it has the Rock and Roll Express, the Junkyard Dog, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Terry Taylor, all out there. 
And I'm looking at this crew and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a group of baby faces this company has. And the people are so behind them. And this is when the company is, uh, is kicking off and selling out everywhere. And then I literally turn and I go, my God, Tony has this at his disposal with all of this baby face talent. And then it led today to a, a conversation of who is the greatest homegrown AEW talent. And I just put up a list and my list couldn't even do it justice. So the list I put up there is MJF, Britt Baker, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy. But then as I'm writing it, I'm like, wait, the Dark Order uh, got over. So I said I was going to ask you, who do you think is the biggest homegrown talent from AEW? Wow. I think that's very challenging to answer. And I would say that the list <laughs> that you chose is very good. And I think that's a very solid top five. And there'd be some good people to compete to get in the top five. But I think you picked an excellent top five when you listed out MJF, Britt Baker, uh, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and Jungle Boy. That's a tremendous list. And there are a number of others, too, that would qualify. But I think that's a tremendous group you picked out. And it really exemplifies to the fans and everybody how many stars have developed through AEW Dynamite. And now with... Who, who would you add? Who would you add to that? That's a great question. I mean, Red Velvet's somebody who's come a really long way, and now she's in the mix for a title shot tonight. So I think Red Velvet is somebody who's risen very quickly. Uh, you know, in 2020, even just last year, she was still wrestling in some enhancement matches and has gone on this huge winning streak and built up great support. So I think she's done a great job. I think Ricky Starks uh, is FTW champion and he was out injured for a few months and we really missed him. He's been a part of some of the biggest matches we've had on dynamite before Sammy with cage. They had great matches with Darby Allen and sting and many others. So there's a, it's a lot of great candidates. And it's a great question, Mark, you know, because I think, even just choosing a top five is very difficult. And I think we, we could talk about just this one subject, the young stars in AEW for a long time. I think it's a super flattering comparison. And Tommy knows as a good friend of mine, I think it's a very flattering comparison to talk about Mid-South wrestling and to talk about, you didn't even say the year, Tommy, but I know you were watching 1984, um, <laughs> to talk about 19, 1984 Mid-South wrestling and compare it to that because I think that's some of the best, wrestling ever and honestly i watched a lot of 84 and 85 mid-south wrestling growing up but also not just as a tape trader on vhs when i was younger really in the last several months in the summer i've watched a lot of mid-south wrestling too because it's a great one-hour wrestling show and yeah. uh there aren't that many of those anymore on tv and it's great to bring that format back to tv you know fans get so many two-hour shows and my opinion is three hours is too long for a show with commercials i think three hours four hours whatever for pay-per-view is amazing because people have saved up their time there's no commercials they've set aside their weekend this is their big event for something like an AEW pay-per-view or a ufc pay-per-view that is an all-night event that's different and i think for on a weekly basis for tv i think two hours is great for a show like dynamite and tonight on TNT, bringing back the one-hour format, I'm excited about it. And I've only gotten to do the one-hour format one time before. Uh, and it was actually, if you guys recall, we did a late-night Dynamite. There was an NBA 
uh, playoff game. And uh, I believe they gave us an opportunity to sample behind it. And it was going to do a big audience. And so I put together a, a card that was a little bit different than what we would do with a dynamite normally, because it was on very late at night. And I wanted to showcase some of the up and coming wrestlers. And uh, it was a great show. And Scorpio Sky, Anna Jay, and others got featured on Dynamite, and I was really happy with it. But it also I, gave me some practice for this year when we would be able to put a one-hour show on TNT. And I just think it's really cool to bring that format back. I remember that show, and I remember uh, when I was talking with Don Callis, because unfortunately we don't speak anymore, um, he was just like, how great is it on a random Saturday when the fans, they followed, they missed you on the Wednesday and they followed it. And he's like, on a random Saturday, we had so many people watching wrestling. And I, that was just certs, uh, an amazing statement that he made. And I was like, yeah, man, you really don't think about that because the it continued this momentum that swung for AEW and continues to swing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. You know, uh, no, 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 please. I mean, I I could talk about how excited I am about the (laughs) card all day because I live and breathe and think this stuff. But to hear from you, Tommy, with your insights, because Mark and I are together at work all the time and we think about this stuff. But to hear from you, who's not with us all the time and has such a great wrestling mind, hearing these thoughts from you, it's very valuable for me to come on the show and get your perspective because it's an independent perspective and your thoughts are really to me very valuable so when i get to get feedback from you here it means a lot well uh, i was also we talking with gabby after her first experience and this is only her second ever event and she was just talking about the energy and she was just like like i'm watching Britt baker and i was like i want to be that and that's what wrestling is. It's about giving us moments. And then I asked her simple, how many women were in the crowd? And she was like, there was a lot of women. And I go, that's why AEW is so popular. And it's not like the old school rock and roll express would say when the women start coming to the shows, it's the cool show to be at because everybody's having such a great time. And like, this is from, I get it because I don't want to ever be the jaded veteran. So then, you know, when I want to be cool, I talk to my daughters about stuff that's young, but like with Gabby having this outside perspective and being there live, it's just awesome. Or even, even though he's still missing Dave LaGreca, when he went to uh, the one show that Mark debuts at, and he's just part of like this atmosphere, the first time out of COVID. And here's a grown man who starts crying because of how wrestling has touched him and being a part of that specialness. And you were part of that specialness in ECW where you can talk about, Oh, this, this, and this, like, this is the, the world that we're living in right now. And whenever people meet with negative or hate, uh, I addressed it about John Cena. Um, John Cena does not need to do this. And John Cena goes out and wrestles you, you don't need to work a day in your life. And yet you do this because you love wrestling And that's why I have so much respect for you and all the wrestlers do. And whenever anybody comes at you, I will defend wrestling, but as well as you, because to be honest, you're doing this because this is your passion and your love. I really appreciate that, man. I love this. It's an amazing thing to be able to work in wrestling. And it's also my friend, the perfect segue you've offered to me to talk about the other big title match that we haven't spent a lot of time on yet, which is, 
Miro defending the TNT title against Fuego del Sol. And when you talk about somebody who works really hard and wants a job in wrestling, I think Fuego del Sol is a great example. And we have a lot of people who come in and wrestle on AEW Dark, AEW Elevation for tryouts. And Fuego del Sol's had a lot of tryouts, and he's, he's done a good job. And he's definitely earned consideration. He hasn't really broken through. He hasn't won the big matches yet. But this is an interesting example of the mechanism of the TNT Championship Open Challenge. We've seen independent wrestlers, wrestlers from all walks of life, come into AEW, and the Open Challenge has given them the big opportunity. You know, we saw Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston debut here in AEW originally coming off the independents, and I signed both of them after they came in and had great performances challenging for the TNT title. Tonight is a great chance for Fuego Del Sol because he does not have a contract here. He does not work here. But if he wins the TNT title, he's definitely going to get a contract here. He can earn a chance, a job in wrestling, which is his big dream. And that's a real situation. And that's real-life drama that, you know, you can't uh, make up. And so that's another thing I'm very excited about tonight because when you talk about people who are passionate about what they do, Fuego is very passionate. But, you know, there's big mountains to climb, and then there's insanely big mountains to climb, and I think Miro would qualify as the latter. This is a insanely crazy big mountain for Fuego to climb tonight on Rampage, and it's really kind of one of the ultimate David versus Goliath stories that I think we could ever tell on TV. Absolutely. Tommy, Fuego is, is also, you know, a lot of wrestlers that want to get into business, they want to be on television. They want to be good. They they come up to you with the, the veterans with lip service. Like, what do I need to do to be to be great? That's not Fuego. He 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 knows what, what it takes already. He wants to know when am I gonna get an opportunity. He he wants to know, like, if 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 you had if it was you and you were me, what would you do? Because I'm exhausted. I, I want an opportunity. I'm doing. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'll be on BTE. I'll clean the floor. I'll put the ring together. And I see his passion, and I, I'm cheering for the guy. Well, uh, I don't know who he is, but I know who he is because of everybody's social media. And I can s- exactly what you said when I see – Dustin putting him over when I see Cody putting him over and then healing him through social media. I, I don't know him personally, but then I was like, this guy does have something. And then the fact that he's getting opportunity on a national level, Hey, uh, that happened for a guy and his name was Tom Brady. And, uh, that worked out pretty well for him as well. Yeah, I did. <laughs> There's a um, lot of examples of this, just in AEW on our own show, You know, as I've said before, and Red Velvet's a great example in the championship match tonight and many others, people who came in not necessarily in a main event position on the bottom of the card and worked their way up to the top, and it's a great chance for him to do that. And he's built a huge following online. He's a very popular wrestler on the Internet. And, frankly, he's translated that into becoming a popular wrestler in the arenas. So it would be great for him to break through tonight. I would love nothing more. And it's really the kind of opportunity that the TNT title open challenge has always been about. So really top to bottom with three championship matches tonight on a Friday night, you can't beat it. 
And like I also said, we're going to try and bring a fun vibe to the show every week. And this week's show, packed with the three matches, very different than what we're going to offer next week in Chicago. We've got our biggest crowd in AEW history coming in at the United Center. We'll have a huge week next week because Dynamite is stacked. Sting's wrestling for the first time in 20 years on TNT. MJF versus Jericho, labor number five. Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express for the tag team title. Sammy Guevara in his hometown versus Sean Spears. It's just a huge week coming up in the next, really, eight days, I believe, are the biggest eight days in AEW history from this Friday through next Friday night. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.